It's FM 104's Switched On. I'm going to talk weddings now. I got married in 2020 during COVID. Not too sure I'm over it yet, but I'm going to try my best not to have too much PTSD here. I'm now joined by wedding and event caterer Orla McAndrew. Orla, hello. How are you? I'm great. It's great to be on with you. How are you doing yourself? I'm not too bad at all. So we're not going to talk about what probably is a normal wedding or what you maybe you hope is going to be normal weddings in the future. We're talking sustainable wedding menus and sustainable weddings. First of all, what is a sustainable wedding menu? Well, the way I approach it, which I think is fairly unique to what we do, is I am working directly with my regular suppliers who supply to me for my, we'll, we'll call them ordinary weddings. Um, but if a couple is going for a sustainable wedding, I mm-hmm. work with my suppliers to gather their surplus food on the week of the wedding. So the couple nor I have any idea what's going to actually be on the menu because it's all completely dependent on whatever comes through surplus through my suppliers. Oh, wow. So they don't actually know what they're going to have on the day of the wedding. They have no idea, which is like, for me, incredible trust they're putting in me. Absolutely. So like no tasting menu, like six weeks before, no nothing. No. So usually I will try and organise a tasting of sorts, but I'm very clear that this is not what's going to be on the menu. But it's it's nice for them to have a little bit of trust in me and what I do and get to taste the flavours that I put together and my style of cooking. So it's not completely blind, but they're definitely not eating what they will be eating on the day. Oh, okay. So what what type of things are, are we talking about here then? We're not talking about the kind of the standard turkey and ham, if I'm if I know anything about it. No. <laughs> no we've never <laughs> no we've never had turkey and ham on the menu. <laughs> but we're we're talking about literally the best of whatever's in season on the, any given week. So like it's totally reliant on what Irish growers and Irish farmers are producing on that given week. So there is no such thing as a typical menu like but you can be sure that if it's a springtime menu, there could be lamb, there could be radish, pea shoots. You know, it's a it's a fantastic way to kind of get to taste what is good in Ireland at that given time. But there's nothing ra- a standard about it. Rabbit and blackberry filu parcels is what I'm reading here. That sounds amazing. That was gorgeous. Actually, that was on a, a wedding we had in September. Like, rabbit is lovely the blackberries were ripe had lovely phyllo pastry and oh it was absolutely delicious that one how did you how did you get into this how did you know this is what the type of weddings i want to cater rather than just your bog standard normal wedding well i suppose when i started catering five years ago it definitely wasn't bog standard anyway i have to say (laughs) um so i i'm a real foodie i absolutely love food and i absolutely love Irish food producers and what they do and I think they're complete and utter heroes so the my say bog standard wedding menu really celebrates them at the best of times anyway um, and from the get-go it was really important to me that I wasn't wasting food because that is just apparent to me in my normal everyday life um, and what I found because when I started this first I was very new to catering it was something I just dived straight into and what I found was that it's quite difficult to judge how to cater for, say, 130 people one day and 200 people the next and 280. So that was kind of a fine art that I worked out in the first couple of years because it was really important to me that I wasn't wasting perfectly good food. I see a report from 2019 that says over 66% of food waste from the food services sector is actually avoidable. So what are people doing in those sectors 
that is so bad? Like, why is there such high oh. wa- rate of food waste? How long have we got for this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know, personally, I think it's about a disregard for where the food is coming from and where it's been grown. And I think the fact that it, everything is so readily available to us and we get everything in abundance and everything is so cheap that there just isn't respect for food like there should be, like there would have been in our grandparents' time. Um, so that's the first That's the first mistake people are making. There's no actual respect or, or reason to save the food because it's so dirt cheap anyway that what does it matter if it ends up in the bin? God, yeah, you know, um, you're dead right, actually. Cause you, you, all you have to do is actually pass by, say, a restaurant at the end of service and you can see the food waste coming out of the kitchen and straight into a, a black bin. Yeah, and, and you know, for that reason, I really commend restaurants that do tasting menus. It's a wonderful way for them to showcase exactly what they do, but also get to use up whatever they have that would or could potentially otherwise end up wasted. So, you know, that's one way that restaurants are kind of tackling the problem by offering these beautiful seven, eight course tasting menus of little tasty bites. But it's kind of saving anything from potentially getting wasted. I think it's a wonderful idea. How are the industry on other types of sustainability, like packaging and stuff? Is that still quite an issue? You mean the restaurant industry? The, the, the restaurant industry in general, yeah. Um, in my experience, but I think I'm biased because I'm obviously very much in this sphere, but in my experience, lots of restaurants are kind of opting out of um, plastic. Like I've been plastic-free for about a year and a half now. And if you, I don't know if you've ever worked in the kitchen, but cling film is every chef's best friend, you know. So it's just about, I was rethinking the way we look at things and questioning at every point what we can do that can be better. So packaging is a huge one, obviously. But again, people may think that they're making the right decision by offering biodegradable packaging. But if the end consumer doesn't know it's biodegradable, it's kind of a waste of time, a waste of money and energy. So there's a whole communication piece there as well. But I think lots of people are making lots of effort. Um, and they have to, and, and that's proper order. But we have a long way to go yet as well. So you would be absolutely nothing without your suppliers. Um, how, how important is it to find good local suppliers that are reliable in your industry? Oh, it's everything. I mean, firstly, I wouldn't have the catering business I have if I hadn't made these relationships with these people. And secondly, they make my job really, really easy. Because if I'm using the best of local produce, I have very little to do to make it exceptional. So I'm I'm doing really well for myself by honouring these people and just using their ama- amazing produce. And really, my cooking skills has very little to do with my success. Then, and and it's not it's not really all about the money for yourself then either. No, it's it's definitely it's none of it is about the money for me to be honest. Um, I say that I have three young girls. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm in business to, I obviously need to make money. Of course. But that is not, it's not the end goal for me. There's loads going on. Like, I suppose with this zero waste weddings, it actually costs me a lot more to do it because I'm, it takes more time, it takes more people. But I'm still giving 5% of my profits to my charity partner, which is Peter McFerry. Um And also... In general, just even being in business, for me, it's more about the fulfillment that I get and the example that I'm setting for my children. And, yeah, money has never been important to me. 
Do you enjoy the zero waste weddings or the sustainable wedding menu better than just doing a, a, a normal wedding? Does you get more of a kick out of it? You know what? I had a fabulous wedding at the weekend and I got the biggest kick out of that and it wasn't a zero waste per se, as in they mm-hmm. chose their... So it really... I get an enormous kick out of doing this because you're, you're providing the most incredible service for people on a really important day of their lives. So for me, the kick I get, it doesn't matter if it's zero waste or not zero waste. It's about kind of taking care of people. But I suppose the challenge in doing a zero waste kind of lights me up. You know, the food is coming in. I have no idea what it's going to be. And it's like ready, steady cook on absolute speed because it really matters what I create. So in that regard, yes, it is a little bit more of a buzz. But in terms of just catering the wedding, it's the biggest joy that I could ever imagine in my life. Like, it's, it's just unreal. I love it. <laughs> and you said you're you're a big foodie. What's your favourite thing then to cook for yourself, say, um, if you're having a, I don't know, a Sunday lunch? Ooh, I love pork, actually. Oh, a bit of but crackling. A bit of crackling, exactly. <laughs> you can't have a Sunday without it. I love sea, Irish seafood as well. It's phenomenal. And oh. I think you can't go wrong if you're looking to what's in season and just bringing that on board and cooking up a storm. Orla, if people want a sustainable wedding or they want to just learn more about, about you and what you're doing, how can they do that? Thank you. So I'm I'm most active on Instagram and my handle is Orla McAndrew Food or my website is www.omcatering.ie. Orla McAndrew, wedding and event caterer. Thank you very much for taking your time out to talk to FM 104. Thanks a million. Bye now.